Welcome to the Alien Beer Podcast. My name is Chrissy Garrison. I'm an independent science fiction and fantasy author, and I will be reading my stories to you. Before I begin, I'd like to give you a bit of trivia. The Dion's that Jules and friends talk about in the Multiverse Blues are none other than the characters of the same name from my science fiction novel, Reality Check. Also in Reality Check, a medic named Basque tends to Lee in a lunar transport vehicle. That's a sneaky cameo of the Transit King from my Tipsy Fairy Tales books. I have so far resisted the strong temptation to include Basque, the Transit King, in the Multiverse Blues. I make no promises about chapters after this one. I may yet give in. Last time on the Multiverse Blues, Jules escaped capture, leaping through a portal that landed them in their home universe of Beta Earth. Seeking safety for baby Lucy, they find themselves in a heated conversation. And now, the Multiverse Blues, Chapter 20, If I Had Possession Over Judgment Day. I don't care what you do to me, but you are not taking this baby away from me. I ignored the pained looks that Sam and my double gave me and kept my voice at a level that everyone in the bar could hear. I figured it was my only protection. Look, uh, Jules, said Gamma Jules, forcing a smile. It's not that we want the baby. It's that we know that the arch people would do just about anything to get their hands on it. She, I said. Lucy's a she, not an it. Sam refused to meet my eyes with hers as I said this. Good. I hope that stung at least a little. I picked up the infant from where she sat upon the bar and wrapped her up in her blanket again and held her close to me. Well, she is going to get grabbed up and sold into a lifetime of service to the Arch Authority unless we hide her away right now, said Sam, glancing around the room with fear shadowing her eyes. I'm sure you're right. That's how I ended up here, saving her from being nabbed by another Jules from Aird. Gamma Jules' eyes widened. What? From Aird? Are you sure? Because she's not with the Arch Authority. Aird staged an invasion of Arn through the Arch Network portals years ago, and since then, the Arch Authority doesn't even have a base of operations there, just a portal that's managed from Arn. I furrowed my brow and tried to make soothing sounds at a fussy Lucy, wriggling and whistling in my embrace. Really? Isn't one of the famous Dion's in Aird? The other jewels shrugged. Yes, but she's never been part of the Arch Network, either. The Arch people just built on her invention. Sure, they supply her with all the research money and materials she wants, but she doesn't work for them. She came out against the United States of Dixie's incursion, and it's even suspected that she helped cut off all portal access to Arn to strand the first wave of troops in Arn. Hasn't made her very popular on her homeworld, at least in the U.S. of D. Other factions there love her, though. Okay, said Sam. I think we all agree that it would be bad for the Arch to grab little Lucy here. You're not okay with, er, Jules taking her away to be hidden. You have no idea even what world your precious hopes tour might be in at the moment. What do you want to do to protect her? You can't just keep running on your own, Jules. You need a plan. We'll help, but you've got to let us. Fine, I said. Let's get help from Dion, the one here on Beta. Sam blinked. Dion Sutton? The environmentalist? What's she going to do? Make sure that you use cloth diapers for Lucy? What are you thinking? Maybe she's got connections with the other Dion's, and maybe they might be able to get you past the Arch Authority's reach somehow? I nodded. Something like that. 
Maybe she's got access to a private portal, or at least portal technology that's not controlled by archpeople. Sam and Gamma Jules exchanged a look and shrugged. Sam said, well, it might work. It's just going to be a risk getting to her. I smiled. Why? They don't even know I'm here yet. I didn't exactly come through the arch. Gamma Jules narrowed his eyes. What? How? I shook my head. Given the circumstances, I think I'll keep my secrets for now. Sam glared at me. Oh, no. If you want our help, you're going to spill. I sighed and pulled out the portal gun. I aimed it at a space in the middle of the bar. I pulled the trigger. A portal failed to appear. A red light blinked on the top of the gun, which I took to mean it was out of juice. I was well and truly stuck. Well, my way here isn't working to get me back out. Sam stared at the portal gun, even as I put it away. It sounds like you've been running ever since you left me without saying goodbye. I don't think you're as safe as you think you are. I sighed. It's true. The jewels from Arid has managed to find me twice now, the second time on a world that's not even on the Arch Network at all. So I admit, I don't know everything, but I think I have a lead at least. But where do we even find Dion? Gamma Jewels shrugged. Figured you knew. Sam pulled out her smartphone and poked at it for a few minutes. Looks like she's with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. She's working on that big weather machine project. Gamma Jules laughed. Really? A weather machine? No, really, I replied. It's not a literal single machine that controls the weather. It's a global effort to track weather patterns, intending to learn how to alter them. Nobody believed they'd be able to change the weather, but since the weather machine project started, climate change has slowed by 10%. That's a lot for only a few years. He scoffed. How do you know that's not just statistics being manipulated? We don't, said Sam, but there's enough interest in the project that multinational corporations are throwing a lot of money at the project. That's something, at least. I waved my hands to change the subject. Anyway, so that's great, but where's Dion? Sam squinted at the little screen in her hand, and then she smiled, holding up the phone for the other jewels and me to see. Look, she's on an aircraft carrier. On the screen, a honey-blonde woman with elegant features stood on the deck of an aircraft carrier, the wind blowing her hair all around her head. She wore a red rain slicker, emblazoned with the Noah logo. On the deck behind her stood a buoy the size of a small gazebo, loaded with instrumentation and antenna rays. Dion waved a hand toward the buoy, and her mouth moved as she spoke. I prompted Sam, "'Turn up the sound. I want to hear what she's saying.' Sam obliged, and Dion Sutton's pleasant voice spoke from the phone. "'We'll be one of a thousand additional eyes and ears of the weather machine, many of which have already been deployed by my team from the USS Constellation. Formerly mothballed, we brought the Constellation out of retirement for peacetime duty, and it's been our home for the past two months. We're headed south now and hope to visit the Antarctic within a month, but we have a lot of stops along the way, so that might prove overly optimistic.' These floating stations are autonomous and solar-powered, so they can maintain position and relay data for decades if need be. Bad news, said Sam, frowning. The post with this video is dated yesterday. Oh no, I cried. She's halfway around the world. Now what can we do? Maybe we could talk with her online. If she's posting videos, surely she's got a nice network connection, even out on the ocean. Here, I'll shoot her an email. What should I say? I bit my lower lip and thought a while, then said, Maybe don't say much, just send her a picture of Lucy. 
Are you nuts? asked my doppelganger. If that picture gets out, the Arch Authority will know you're in beta, and they'll be after you too, Sam, if it gets linked to your email account and phone. We have to trust someone, I said, and Dion's right up there among the best scientists, like Neil deGrasse Tyson. I feel like she and her alts are pretty well known for their altruistic projects. And what's the alternative? I can't just hide here. I don't know where or how to get back to Hope's tour alone, and the Arch Authority or whoever Aired Jules is working for is going to catch up with me eventually if I do nothing. The three of us exchanged glances and nodded. Lucy burped. She giggled, clicked, and squeaked. Say cheese, said Sam, holding up her phone. It made a clicking sound effect, and she showed me the picture. I would swear it looked like Lucy was mugging for the camera. It'll do, I said. Tell her we're in trouble and need her help getting off-world discreetly. What's this we stuff? asked Gamma Jules. I left Gamma to get away from trouble. You ran away and found trouble. I glared at him. Forgive me for being a problem. I'll be out of your hair soon enough, one way or another. You're taking over my old life. I figure you owe me at least this much. Sam made a show of clicking send on the email and then whirled on me. No, you don't get to talk to him that way. He's picked up where you left off. If anything, you owe him for that, Jules. My face flushed and my stomach nodded. Is that how you see it? You still don't understand? That's fine. I'm sure your daddy will be happy to have a replacement for me that's more mainstream and respectable. Hey, cried Gamma Jules. I'm right here. You can't talk about me like that. Buddy, I'm doing all I can to hold it together, and you're not making it any easier. Just help me out and you won't have to worry about me anymore, okay? Sam's eyes lowered to stare at Lucy. That's not fair, Jules. What else was I supposed to do? You gave up your right to be a part of my life when you ran off. It's probably best that you'd go just as soon as you can. I don't think the two of you belong in the same place. If nothing else, it's really creepy. I turned around to look at the room, in part because I was afraid of her seeing the tears prickling at the corners of my eyes. All eyes were on the three of us, and that made me worry. Can we take this somewhere more private? We walked a block together to a parking garage, where Sam led us in her SUV and drove us out of downtown. I knew where we'd end up, our apartment. My former home. Right now, I'd have preferred to be going almost anywhere else, but I didn't have any better ideas. Please forgive me. I'm going to skim over some details here. The drive with my ex and my replacement lasted far longer than I wanted it to. Being there in the old place twisted my guts more than I anticipated. And I'll admit, a different kind of homesickness washed over me, and I second-guessed my hasty decision to go on the road more than once. It was so difficult, I had to retreat into the bathroom to be alone for a while. But while I sat in there nursing my jealousy and regrets, something happened. Those hard emotions caught fire and burned like embers deep inside me. I hadn't failed Sam. She'd failed me. I might have run away from a bad situation, but she replaced me almost immediately. The only regret I had when I emerged from the bathroom to face him again was regretting asking Sam for help. I hadn't asked to come back to my homeworld. I hadn't asked to be dumped here with no options. I hadn't even sought her out, at least not consciously. I stalked out into the living room and snapped at Sam. Let me use your phone. I think I made a mistake coming to you, Sam. I'll call Patrick and you'll be done with me. Sam and the other jewels to stare at me with wide eyes. Sam drew a breath and let it out. What is all this? I don't want to talk about it, I said. 
struggling to keep my anger under control. Just let me use your phone, okay? Sam shook her head. No, spill. What's going on? I gestured at Gamma Jules. Look, you have every right to move on. I just didn't expect to be so easily replaced. Look, Jules, said Gamma Jules. I didn't expect... Sam interrupted him, her face clouding with anger. No, Jules, let's have this out. You left. I nodded. Yes, and I don't blame you for being upset about that. We've been through this. You know my reasons. I wish I'd been able to handle it in a kinder way. But this isn't all on me. We, the both of us, had a problem. I walked because I wasn't being respected. I get that you don't see it that way. That's fine. So just let me borrow your phone, okay? Gamma Jules opened his mouth to speak, but Sam held up the flat of her hand in his direction to stop him, eyes still fixed on mine. She said, Jules, do you really want to end this badly? Again? I took a deep breath and closed my eyes, then looked at her as I let it out. I didn't want it to end at all. Not really. I still love you, Sam. I just couldn't stay, okay? Sam slumped a little, and something in her eyes melted. I love you too, Jules. Why else would I replace you with, I mean, let's be real, with you? Gamma Jules spluttered. I'm not them. I'm me. Sam sighed and gave him a long, sad look. Of course, but Jules has a point. You're already in my life as much as you are because you're so much like my, I mean, that, Jules. His brow furrowed. His eyes narrowed. He looked away from her. Oh, you know what I mean. Sam let out a frustrated noise. <sighs> Just then, Sam's laptop lit up and made a ringing sound. Oh, she cried. It's Dion. She must have gotten my email. Sam glanced at me and the other jewels, then clicked the answer button. The larger-than-life face of Dion Sutton appeared. Lines etched her face in ways I hadn't seen on the video earlier or her other public appearances. In particular, a vertical line of worry bisected her eyebrows. She swept long, honey-colored bangs out of her face and tucked her hair behind an ear. She seemed to see me and brightened a bit. Jules, it is you. I'm really glad you and Sam reached out to me. If you're anything like your alts, you're just the person we need right now. I blinked and put my newly stoked rage on a back burner for the moment. Me? I'm nobody, just a roadie, a bartender. Dion's eyes widened and she shook her head. If I learned anything in dealing with my own alts, it's that everyone's special. Everyone's got their strengths. And no matter what differences there may be between alts, there's a shared core between them, some essence that makes them similar enough to be alts, living different lives, but as each would if their roles were reversed. You two jewels in that room, you're individuals, special separately, but you're closer than family, closer than siblings. Gamma Jules and I exchanged a long look. He cracked a little smile after a few breaths, and I found that I wore the same smile on my face. Not a mirror, but close. See, said Sam, crossing her arms across her chest in vindication. Different, but the same. So, I said to Dion, so what if I am special? What does someone like me have that you want? If anything, I need help from you. As if on cue, Lucy let out a trilling whistle and a rather rude noise. Dion smiled and nodded. I hope we can help each other. First, tell me where you got this little darling. She fell into my lap on Theta Earth, I quipped. The vertical line reappeared. Theta Earth? 
I wasn't there was a Theta Earth. I smiled and shrugged. There is now. At least that's what I'm calling it. Unless they let me call it Jewelslandia. It's a world I found in a rip in space between Delta Earth and some unknown destination. She was already in the care of a friend's alt. It seems she arrived through the same rip, though I can't imagine how. I think your Delta alt might have the answer to that, said Dion. Some of my backburner rage flowed up to the front. What? Delta? No, no, no. Delta Jewels sold us out to the Arch Authority goons. She shook her head. I can't believe that. Delta Jewels has been working with me and my alts to free the Tristellians the Arch Authority has been using to maintain their network. Without thinking about it, I took a couple of steps toward the screen. Wait, you knew? All you Dion's knew? The wonderful altruistic Dion's knew about the inhuman treatment of these people? How could you let it happen? Dion's eyes dropped and she shook as though the weight of the world rested upon her shoulders. In a weaker voice, she said, Not at first. We assumed they'd used technology to solve the portal stability problem to allow for permanent links to be possible. But the more my alts from Alpha, Luna, and Aird worked on this, the more it pointed towards a more sinister truth. Even Alpha's quantum Turing computer, at its best, couldn't have held a portal open 24-7, certainly not one big enough to drive a truck through. Our worst fears were confirmed when your Delta Jewels contacted us and told us of Coral's plight. I want to personally thank you for freeing him. I said, I don't want to know someone who could have left him in that horrible pod, in disgusting conditions, in solitary confinement. I had to do something. She raised her eyes and seemed to meet my gaze. Not everyone would, or he wouldn't have been confined like that. She seemed to glance at Sam and then back at me. I had no reply to that, so I picked up Lucy and held her in my arms. She wriggled with delight and nuzzled my chin. Do you know that Delta is all but cut off right now as a result? said Dion, her eyes deep and serious. I snorted. Yeah, I guess I kind of do know that. At least the Delta to Oxgate in Chicago is down. Wait, said Sam. That was you? That's all over the news. I offered her a sheepish grin in response. So do you still say you're nobody? asked Dion. Again, I had no reply. Dion ran a hand through her hair, but kept her eyes locked on mine. You're a friend of hope, aren't you, Jules? Well, yes. She took me in, and we've gotten close. As Sam's eyes narrowed, I added, I've gotten close with her whole crew. They treat me like family. Hope, said Dion, is the key to all of this. She's the only known free to Stellion in Arch Authority space. My alts and I believe that she's only eluded capture because of her fame. We think that Hope and her crew could bring down the Arch Network. We think she can use her people's powers to free the others of her original crew that are enslaved by the Arch Authority. We need you to link back up with Hope's tour and guide them to Erd to meet with my alt there. She has technology that only Hope could use to accomplish this. But how? I sighed. I don't even know where Hope is right now, Dion. I don't know how to get there, even if I did. I have connections, said Dion. But you hold the, the best connection in your arms. Well, what? I stammered. Lucy? How? All you need is a portal, a clear memory of Hope, and the little one can get you to her. And I've got the portal. Stand by. 
Dion stepped off camera for a moment, and the walls of her room lit up with a crackling electrical light. And then, right there in Sam's living room, blue arcs of electricity formed a small oval, which grew to be as large as the one that had been at the foot of the bed only a few hours ago, shimmering like an upended pool of mercury. Thank you for listening to the Alien Beer Podcast. If you like my stories, please visit my website, sillyhatbooks.com. I publish as E. Chris Garrison, and my books may be found in paperback, ebook, and audiobook format on Amazon.com and other places. The theme music for Alien Beer Podcast is Phantom from Space by Kevin McLeod. I very much enjoy feedback on this podcast and on my stories, so please leave comments on my website, visit me at at ecgarrison on Twitter, ecrisgarrison on Facebook, or drop me an email at ecg at sillyhatbooks.com. What if a storytelling podcast could be an interactive experience? Hi, I'm Mariah Powell, amateur author and creator of Hobbies Include Writing, and I'm openly inviting your opinions on stories I haven't finished writing yet. Launching with my original audio novel, Blood That Binds, visit hobbiesinclude-writing.weebly.com for more about the show and look for it on a podcasting platform near you. This has been a presentation of the Project Entertainment Network.